and welcome to the Direct Selling Success Podcast. I'm Anna Green and I'm here to share with you tips, tricks and training on network marketing done right. Thank you for listening. Welcome everyone. So today I am joined by Michelle Thomas. I am so excited to have you here. Michelle Thomas from the Happy Business Club. You're waving but we're on a podcast. I'm waving at you Anna. Yeah hello. Hello. How are you today? I am fabulous, as always. I do like a a fresh new page in the new year, although sometimes, do you know, sometimes it doesn't feel like it. Sometimes you just kind of keep going and keep going and keep going. And then you think you turned over the page, but the page was turned over ages ago Mm -hmm. and you're halfway through your notebook and you've scribbled a million, million, billion, gazillion notes and you're halfway through the year already before you've even started. Yeah, I know that feeling. Not this year, though. I took Christmas off. This is the first proper year that I have really had two weeks off in my business and gone right that's it and it was so nice yeah I don't know if I could I could manage two weeks if, if I was if I was away and I was sitting by a pool somewhere eating cake in the sun then I could probably do two weeks but sitting at home in my well in my living room it just makes me want to come down to my office and do a bit of work but I class all sorts of stuff as work that other people probably don't so (laughs) yeah so yeah I probably class things not as work that are work (laughs) yes I'm the opposite I think certain things that people won't class as work I actually class as work because then it makes me feel like I've done loads of work oh I see the opposite Mm. of procrastination then Mm. but I'm going to procrastination as well (laughs) I love it. So, Michelle, tell people a little bit about who you are and what you do and what the Happiness Happy Business Club is all about. Well, I am a happiness coach first and foremost. I work with small business owners who are heart-led, driven by purpose and passion and who might have lost their mojo a little bit. Um, And what I do is I work with them, I support them, and I hold their hand as a busybody to remind them of who they actually are get back that mojo. So to me, mojo is motivation and joy. So get that kind of motivation with the joy attached so they can actually then create a happy business and not just for the short term, but to be able to replicate that and make it sustainable so that they grow, you know, grow in terms of happiness with the business. So the business is a happy one rather than just a business if you like. So that's, that's primarily what I do. Oh yeah. And, and one of the other things we talk about quite a lot is, um, the Happy Business Express, I also publish a magazine. It's a community magazine for small, small, heart-led, no, hang on, heart-led small business owners so that they can actually start connecting with each other and um, seeing the person behind the business. So I do a lot with that as well. Yeah, it's a fab little magazine. I love and I'm, it. I'm so excited to have my first little article put in there next time. I'm going to stick you on the first page. I'm going to stick you on the first page, Anna. (laughs) We'll make sure there is a link below this podcast somewhere in the show notes to it so that everyone can go and read it. (laughs) Oh, it's fab. So I've got you on here because I am very much into being and running heart-led businesses, uh, coaching heart-led businesses as well, specifically in the direct sales industry. But I think it is one of the the most important things. If you're running a business, you've got to love it and you've got to to do it in a way that aligns with you. And I know that me and you have had very many conversations about this, about that aligning of business and and the things that you do in it. And I think in this industry specifically, it can be a challenge when you're being taught by people um, to do things that aren't in line with what you believe and what you what you feel 
And I think that can cause a bit of a disconnect. So like you being able to come on here and talk about that would be just amazing, really. Yeah. Well, you're talking there about about the thing about the disconnect and being, you know, taught different things by different people. Um, and to me, the image that I got in my head was was a little fly like banging up against a window. And I think sometimes we be, we kind of get in our own way. We become our worst own worst enemies. And sometimes we just don't listen to ourselves. Mm. Now, I would say that the vast majority of people that I work with aren't in their spring chicken years. They are, you know, a little bit older. They're a little bit wiser. They have families. They have lots of experience under their belts. Um, I like to work with experts, people who know what the hell they're doing, people who know their onions, people who are experts in their field and are confident in that, um, which means that sometimes, uh, you, you know, when you, you create a life, yeah. Yeah. You have all that experience and you learn things. I, the people that I work with are super intelligent. They've gone on courses. They've been to university. They've had X amount of experience in different fields. They've got loads of transferable skills. And then all of a sudden, with all the melee that become that comes with being a, a small business owner, especially if you're doing it from the heart, a lot of this stuff kind of gets forgotten and put on the back mm. burner. And you don't realize that a lot of the things that you've done in your life is very much transferable. So all of a sudden you think you're you think you're on the path to learning brand new things. You know, you, you've got to learn about marketing, you've got to learn about sales, you've got to learn about funnels, you've got to learn about sales techniques, you've got to learn about all these different things, you know, finances and stuff like that. But the fact of the matter is, you don't get to the ripe old age of the ripe old age that you are without learning a thing or two along the way. And the vast majority of the things that you learn are things that you actually use. So I always think that sometimes it's a good idea to kind of get back in your comfort zone first before you start pushing outside of that and saying, well, what do I already know that's useful? Mm you know, what do I already know that I don't have to spend loads of money and time and effort and energy and throw that computer out of the window because it's just so blooming frustrating. I just don't get it. Before I actually go down that road, what do I already know? And I think that's one of the biggest things that I do when I'm working one-to-one -one with somebody is reminding, reminding them what they already know, how flipping awesome they are, give them proof in their own backyards in their own you know cvs in their own experiences because i ask them to tell me their stories i need to know the stories behind the stories of the people that i work with and they are allowed to be vulnerable enough to share that with me and then i look at those stories and i say hang on a second you've done this and you've done that and you've done that and how did you feel when you were doing that let's bring that back and use that before you start forking out money for thousands of pounds for courses i'm not saying that it's not a good idea i'm saying get back to who you are first and become aligned rather than being that little uh, fly that's, you know, banging up against the window. Have a little buzz about the room that you're already in. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I see so many people throwing money at stuff because they think it's... Me included. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've all <laughs> been there. Oh, this yeah. shiny new course that I've got to get, otherwise I'm not going to be successful. Or that thing that's going to make me go from where I am stuck now to the next big thing if I just pay that money out yet if you don't if you're not aligned with yourself first and what you're mm -hmm. doing and why you're doing what you're doing and then be ready to take the action that money is just going to be thrown away anyway yeah and it's not going to create that kind of sustainability that you no. want I mean I talk about sustainable happiness um because happiness is made up of lots of things and I'm sure we'll delve into that in a minute uh but creating this kind of sustainable happiness means actually you know doing things from the ground up 
creating the foundations mm. and then leveling up and then leveling up and leveling up. So growing with it as opposed to just trying to go straight outside your comfort zone and do things at 100 miles an hour and inevitably fail because you've got no structure to support it. I always think of it like if you are if you get to 1st of January, which is you know not that long ago, let's see how many people have actually fallen off the wagon already. Mm-hmm. So you get to 1st of January and right, this is the year, this is the year I'm going to go and get fit. I'm going to have a six pack by the end of the year. I'm going to go to the gym 10 times a week. I'm going to get personal trainer. I'm going to get the most expensive personal trainer that trains all the celebrities. It's because I, I want to get a six pack like whatever celebrity is on Insta at the moment. Right, fine, fair enough. How about you go out for a walk every morning? Oh, no, no, I can't do that. It's like, if you can't even blooming well go out for a walk in the morning, what makes you think you will go to the gym every single day and fork out all that money sustainably throughout the year? Get yourself onto something, onto something that you're already doing, something that you're doing consistently, and just build on that. And I think people forget how how valuable that is. People forget how you can actually leverage that to create more energy and more of everything in your life because they want things really fast. They're not prepared to wait for them. They're not prepared to move the needle along really slowly. Uh, And I want people to start coming back to that and using that a bit more often because ultimately, if you already know how to do something, why aren't you going to do more of it? It's just so much easier. Yeah. The way I always describe it to my clients is, you'd like you're trying to get from the floor level of a super skyscraper to the top without using the lift or the stairs yeah you just can't do it you've got to take the route that's there for you yeah find your own route up that might be a little bit more difficult but you've got to take it step by step floor by floor otherwise you know what's what's the point you know you're just never going to do it and you do see people that occasionally there's the odd really weird person that does it but when you delve a little deeper there's something going on in the background that means that they've already got the support to be able to do that whether it's money whether it's they've got somebody who's mentoring them and supporting them anyway so it's not like uh, it looks like magic but it isn't magic at all no it's not they've often got the community they've got the business base they've got the knowledge they've got the maybe they've, they've got more confidence than you have or they've they've got that network that you mm-hmm. haven't got or the experience in something else, especially in, you know, the network marketing direct sales industry, you see people go from consultant to the top of the company in a few months, whereas most people it's years. Yes. But those people, they, they're they on a totally different journey from you. Absolutely. It's that comparisonitis that gets a lot of people as well, isn't it? Yeah. And I think sometimes it's about comparing yourself to where you were yesterday. Yes. You know, create that betterment. Am I better than I was yesterday? No, I'm having a shit day. Sorry if I'm not allowed to swear on you. No, swear away. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So am I, am I better than I was yesterday? No, I'm having a shit day. How can I be better tomorrow? Yeah, exactly. for, not for anybody else, but for me. How can and the other thing is looking back. A lot of people say, "Hey, don't look into the past. You're not going that way." So that absolute you know, reflection is so important. reflection and actually pulling out and acknowledging the amazing things. And and one of the things um, that I really uh, one of the the best ways of actually creating mojo um, is to celebrate. And I'm talking literally everything. I mean, yeah. on the 1st of January this year, I was celebrating a pop in a spot. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then the next day I got a trophy for a karate class where there were six kids and me, but I got the trophy and I celebrated the fact, not that I got the trophy, but that I'd spent the last two years um, working on my health in very small incremental ways that I could actually do the exercises, that I could, you know, mentally put myself in a place where I could like hold a, a bean bag on my arm and stuff. Sorry, I'm just missing about you. Um, and being able to focus as well. So I spent two years focusing, working on my energy levels, working on my flexibility, working on my strength and working on my habits as well to get to the point where I turn up to a class, everybody else is in their karate suits. I'm in my black leggings and T-shirt. I'm the oldest one in the room. I look like a total divvy, but I'm the one that went home with the with the trophy because I put everything that I had into it. And to me, celebrating something like that is really important. Yeah, in the grand scheme of things, you know, I haven't changed the world, but I've changed myself enough to put myself in a position where I can then change the world, which is where we talk about mojo, where I think it really comes into its own. Ooh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, you know my, you know what my mission is, don't you, Anna? Tell everybody what your mission is. It is to help lift the mood of the planet. I love it. Yeah. So the reason why I work with heart-led small business owners and people with purpose and people who want to do good in the world and all those lovely, lovely, gorgeous people that um, they just want to be around and who make the world a better place is precisely for that reason. I want to join forces with everybody that I can and encourage them to be able to do their job to the best of their ability with as much energy and passion as they could possibly muster, but come from a place of abundance, come from a place where you've got plenty of energy and plenty of mojo and plenty of excitement um, and put that out into the world because then you've got something to give people. And I think if if everybody who does the kind of job that, that we do in terms of helping people, whatever way that is, I'm not just talking about coaches, I'm talking about anybody that's got a real passion for helping somebody do better then ultimately you know everybody's starting to do it it's naturally going to raise the mood of the planet because the mood of the planet is pretty damn dire right mm -hmm. now <laughs> there's not a lot going for it if you look at the news which i don't but i do get updates from my lovely husband because <laughs> he likes watching the news and I don't want that. I'm not interested in that. I want the world to be a better place. I want it to be a nice place for everybody. I want everybody to feel as excited and happy about their lives and what they're bringing to their lives as I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And your and mission is so similar to mine. That way, then so be it. Exactly. So my mission, as you know, is to change the face of network marketing to make yeah. it that place that is full of joy and yes. people loving it and that passion coming through rather than the image that it gets from people who are in the media, um, yeah. people who don't understand what it's all about. I want to change that. And the way to change that is by being that positive energy, that that personality that comes out there and, and shows how amazing it is and how much fun it is and how, how it's making an impact and a difference in all these other people's lives. And that was one reason why I wanted you on here, because that's exactly Paving the, the way, Anna. Yeah. Paving, Paving the way. The way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So tell me about these levels of happiness then. The levels of happiness. Um, yes. It's quite hard to explain, but the first one is around proactive happiness. So the four pillars of happiness is um, make it important, pay attention, create happiness habits, 
and spread happiness. So if we can go through those on a regular basis and make it part of our everyday lives, we're already taking back the mantle to mm. create happiness in our lives. And I think as a very basic thing, if you can believe that you can be happy, if you even want to be happy, then these are the only things that you've got to do. So like I said, make it important. Wake up in the morning and say, my happiness is important to me. And whatever that happiness is, when, when you start paying attention to what makes you happy, you know what makes you happy. You know what happy feels like. But once you start paying attention to that, you you start to understand what happy, happiness feels like to you. And for different people, it's different things. You know, for some people, it's peace and calm. For some people, it's determination. For some people, it's pride. For some people, it's love. For some people, it's joy. For some people, it's clarity. For some people, it's excitement. It's lots and lots of different things. Um, and if you can get what I call is your flavor, of happiness you understand what combination of things make you feel really good and feel like you know like it's amazing to be alive then that's the thing that you want to do more of so then you build your happiness habits it's the little things those little things do more of the little things that are easy to do don't take time money and effort and energy and when yeah. you've done that and you're a heart-led business owner then the important stuff is is, is going to really be impacted because you're coming from inside. But when you wake up in the morning and you feel amazing and you've got a meeting with somebody and you're spreading that amazingness to them, what a difference from wake, waking up in the morning feeling like poo, but still dragging yourself and trying to make the world a better place. Then it's never going to land the same. So I think in terms of proactive happiness, that is very much the first level. And then um, beyond that, a lot of it is to do with how you connect with people, but how you challenge yourself as well. So get yourself really happy, be proactively happy, work on that every single day, and then start looking at things in a much broader perspective. So we're talking about... Um, you know, the, the challenges that you have. How do you build resilience? How do you build a life where things aren't that great outside of yourself? How do you stay on top of all that and be the best that you can be? And that is a whole new level of mindset and heart set mm. and, and connection and understanding and deep thought and integration into your life. You don't even need that. To, to live a happy life. It's not absolutely necessary because I think some people are coming from a really poor place in terms of happiness because they're already struggling with mental health issues. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I, th I think it's really, really easy to get dragged down by the world mm. um, uh, and, you know, and, and not be given the opportunity to build your resilience. But I think you've got to start somewhere and, and the easiest place to start is the places that you already know, which is why I say, you know, the little things really matter. The things that bring you joy, peace, calm, you know, excitement, do more of those. Give yourself permission to do more of those. Yeah. Be more intentional about it, for God's sake. You know, you do that. I do this thing called The Tune. I've got a Facebook group. And every so often I go in, in there and make a right tit of myself. <laughs> Isn't that what Facebook you know, lines up for? Yeah, I know. If you can't do that in your own group with your own mates, then where the hell can you? So at the beginning of the year, what I wanted to do was go back to the health habits that I have. Health is a really important part of uh, my happiness. Um, it's actually the foundations of pretty much all the energy that I have in, in my life. Um, so it's really important to me. So I thought at the beginning of the year, what I'll do is all the health habits that I have, they're habits now. Maybe I can take them up a notch and see what else I can do to improve. So I went online and, and in my group, I did um, 
uh, I did a mass like a little masterclass thing with a tracker that I devised as well. Um, and then I did a little challenge. I don't think I pushed it too much, but I've I've been quite happy doing the challenge myself in in my own bedroom. Um, and it's it's called the tune. So I said I said to everybody, if if you give yourself a week and you do this, then it's it's guaranteed that you're going to be happier by this time next week. Uh, it doesn't matter where you are, you're always going to be happier. So um, the tune is very much what it's what it says on the tin. The tune. When I say the tune, what comes to mind? Oh, a little song. Yeah. And what song is that for you, Anna? Oh, I don't know. I just make songs up in my head and quite happily sing along while I'm doing everything. I'm a bit strange like that. No, so you're I not strange just... like that because I do it all the time. Is it all right? Okay. <laughs> it's normal then. It's yeah, I would just make up no. a little tune. Yeah, I'm just quite happily sing it. But what about if you're out somewhere, like in you, you're in the car and you put the radio on, and a tune comes on that that make that takes you back to a place of utter and fabulous joy, oh, and the next yes. thing you know, you're like this in the car. What is that tune? Come on. Well, there's two. Go on then. One is Van Halen's Jump. Go on. And the other one is Timbuk Three. The future's so bright, you've got to wear shades. They're oh, my two songs. I'm going to listen. Um, it to was that. on a film soundtrack, but I can't remember which one. Some 80s one. So it's just a really cheesy 80s song. Fabulous. If, yes, if, that's, the, if that's the tune, that is the that's tune. what I want you to. I mean, some people have whole playlists. I have whole playlists. I can literally go into my, onto my playlist. Yeah, yeah, me too. Play any of them. But not everybody does. Not everybody's into music and dancing and stuff. The thing is, as a human being, you are biologically programmed to respond to music. Your brain is programmed to respond to music. Now, if you pick something that has a memory attached to it that is a joyful and heart-lifting memory, then you are more likely to experience that quite viscerally in the moment. So the best thing to do is in the morning, If I mean, if you can't switch the music on, sing it to yourself, you know, get yourself out of bed, out of bed with the tune and you tell me that that doesn't impact you and your mood mm -hmm. for at least a part of the day. If you do it every single day, it builds on itself. It, it generates this new kind of energy. And if that's the only thing that you ever did in your life to make yourself happy, then you would be a much happier person. Yeah, totally. I totally agree. So um, I use music to inspire mm -hmm. and to motivate me yeah. and to get clarity on my visions. Yes. So way back when, and the people in direct selling will understand this, you might might not quite the same, um, I was going for a massive promotion. I was trying to reach this, it's called regional vice president. I was going for that promotion and it was a big promotion. And for an entire year, I had a playlist that I would play every time I went in the car, every morning when I woke up, um, every time I was getting ready for something big, every time I was going to do something that was going towards my goal, and every time I heard those songs, I'd get in a zone. Yes. And it takes you into a zone, and it made me excited and driven and super happy. And I knew that I was going to reach this goal because I could visualise this music mm -hmm. being played when I was going to go on stage. Um, I could feel that, that, that whole energy yes. taking me through all the hard stuff that I needed to do to get there. Yeah. And everything I did after playing that music went so much better than if I hadn't played it because I, I was bet, just in that right place. I bet you a pound to a pinch of dog shit if that music, if you dug that out and played that playlist, you'd be flying yeah. today. Absolutely. And it flying. still works now. Yeah, it still works now. The same playlist, as cheesy as those songs were from like 
I think one of them was a take that song. Is it Greatest Day or something like that? It was <laughs> of one of those ones that was on there. And there was um, a song that I'd had on a, an a, a incentive trip one year that went on there. I think there was even a Eurovision winner on there from Sweden that was on there too because it was just that it it did something yeah. to my brain. Yeah. But yeah, those songs they they really did massively help, and that that instilling that pattern in your brain with the music yeah. can totally it, change your mood. It does. It it hormonally uh, that it, it affects the hormones and the neurotransmitters in your brain that are associated with different types of um, happiness. So you've got the you know you do, the dose mm. of the dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and I can never remember what the last one is. <laughs> endorphins, endorphins. <laughs> so different things do different things. But um, in terms of dopamine, it's a great way of getting a dopamine hit. Um, you know, a lot of people with ADHD, for example, struggle with dopamine regulation. Um, and you know, getting that dopamine hit from something that is not going to be, you know, have a detrimental effect on your, you know, on your future is is finding little ways that mean that you're it's actually going to be beneficial to you and music it's been proven scientifically again and again and again yeah, and yeah. again that that is going to be something that's going to be beneficial to you no matter who you are and the other thing you've got to remember is if you've got music going on in your head what's the first thing that you start doing yeah dancing dancing <laughs> what are you doing when you're dancing you're, you're moving your body yeah. you're moving your body you're moving everything in your body you're doing the kind of thing that um, your body is supposed to be doing to keep itself alive not only that you start singing and what does singing mm. do it allows oh. you to, it allows you to regulate your breath what does your breath do it regulates your nervous system now boy you can be happy just through listening to music and dancing and singing no flipping wonder that every single culture on this planet has that in their culture mm. as a way of actually bonding um, creating connections making themselves happy making themselves healthy and when you look at it in terms of that, it's an no-brainer. Yeah, yeah. And why do we not bring joy into our business enough? Because that joy and that passion and that energy transfers straight into being more productive, being more motivational, being more inspired. Inspired is that word? Inspired. Word. Inspired. <laughs> you know what I mean. But it it really does make a difference. And the, the more happy you are, the more you're going to get done. The more you're going to make in money, in growth, in scaling, in in being creative in your business, mm -hmm. yeah, it's yeah. phenomenal. And it's about wanting to do it, and it's about taking yeah. the action to do it. I do appreciate yeah. that not everybody's in that position, um, no. you know. And I do come across that sometimes people really have bad days. And one of the biggest things is when you you know you're feeling like crap. You allow yourself to feel like crap until you feel yes. no crap no more. I think I think sometimes um, people don't have the skill to pull themselves out of that. They don't mm. develop the skill to pull themselves out of that, and that makes it doubly hard. But there are skills that you can use to pull yourself out of the initial emotional reaction so that you can then choose how you want to feel. And it is a choice. Yeah, yeah, totally. It absolutely is a choice until it's not a choice anymore because that's who you naturally become. Yeah, Absolutely. Oh, thank you so much for being on my podcast. This has been an amazing episode. I love talking about happiness. I could me, be here all day long. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Even as a kid, when I was really small, you know, you say, what's your favourite quote? My favourite quote was always, eat fat, be happy. And it was not the fact that it was eat what you wanted. It was like, do what the flip you want, mm -hmm. but be happy about it. Because yeah. actually that's more important than anything else. I love it. I yeah. absolutely love it. Well, thank you so much. Before we do disappear, where can people find you? 
Um, I'm at the Happy Business Club. So I'm on Facebook, the Happy Business Club. It's got links to my group. Um, it's a free group for anybody that's got a happy business that wants to join in with the shenanigans. There's all sorts that we get up to. I can't even tell you what it is because I don't know from day to day. I'd usually just go on live and say, I've got a challenge for you, go. Um, uh, and then there's the Happy Business Express, which is, um, I'm always looking for writers, even people who don't consider themselves writers, but they have a business they're very passionate about and they want to get themselves out there. And it's a good way of being visible without being too visible. And it's about being visible in a community that holds space for you as well. Um, so if you want to write for me, then we'll put the link below. But there's yes. also if you just want to get the magazine and see what it's all about, um, it's free. It's always going to be free. There's no adverts in it. There's no selling in it. And I'll probably, you probably kill me for that. Um, but it is a community no. magazine. Selling um, without and, selling is the way forward, Michelle. Yeah. And I think it, a lot of it is to do with the fact that I want everybody to feel like they've got somewhere that they can they can come back to and really connect with people on a very genuine level without the whole thinking that they're going to be sold at kind of thing. There's a yeah. place for that. There is a place for that. The place for that is separate from the Happy Business Express. That's not the place, but the place for connecting with other um, heart-led business owners who potentially could help you because there's lots of freebies in there. There's lots of recommendations in there. There's lots of inspirational stories in there and you can get your own story in there. I know you've written for the uh, next issue, which is the Mojo issue that's coming out on the 29th of January. So we'll be ready to rock and roll for that one. It's going to be one of my, I think one of my favorite issues, although it's going to rival the first birthday that we had a few months ago when I ate all that cake. That was amazing. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, Mojo um, is a very, very big subject close to my heart. So I'm going to be having lots of amazing guest writers in there talking about, um, you know, what happiness means to them, what Mojo is and what the secret sources of life and, and the hints and tips that they've got. So, you know, things like confidence coaching and and uh, oh, there's all sorts in there. I can't even think off the top of my head. But yeah, if anybody wants to join us, the Happy Business Club, either on Facebook or Instagram, or um, there's going to be a link for the Happy Business Express. Yes, that's it. Brilliant. Thank you so much. And thank you, everyone, for listening.